I told you that we have a fantastic musician coming up. She's one of the uh, most talented musicians around. She is a fantastic bassist. She also sings a bit, and she is uh, an integral member of one of the hottest bands around. Let me tell you, I've seen them plenty of times. Great people and great musicians. Bernie Worrell and the Woo Warriors. And the lady who holds down what's going on on stage. I made a comment before. Bernie Worrell will never drop out of a song because of uh, the musician we're going to talk to right now. Known as Lady Bass, her name is Donna McPherson, and we welcome, and uh, it's been a long time, wanted to have her on the show, we welcome Donna McPherson to the Upper Room. How you doing, Donna? Well, good, Joe. How you doing? Pretty good. You hear me all set? Yeah, good. Yeah, so, um, Woo Warriors, um, how, how did you get hooked up with uh, Bernie Worrell and the Woo Warriors? Just a great group. Um, actually, uh, Probably back in 90, maybe about 94, 95, I uh, went to an audition for a band in Plainfield who uh, uh, consisted of a, a couple of uh, members, well, the sons of some of the original members of uh, uh, Parliament Funkadelic. And um, I did an audition, and Bernie happened to be there that night. And uh, it's actually, it's kind of a funny story because I didn't know who Bernie was. And I had, like, an entourage of people with me, like, for support and stuff for the audition. Mm -hmm. And Bernie, you know, we got up. Bernie, we did Cosmic Flop, and I played, and he was directing and everything. And, um, you know, my friends and everybody, they're, like, freaking out. They're like, Donna, do you know who you just played with, you know? So, in any event, that's how I met him. And probably about two years later, uh, I got a phone call from Greg Fitz, the, the keyboard player. And Greg and I had played in this band as well, the band that I had auditioned for. And Greg and I actually go back a little ways, and um, they called, and they had the tour coming up, you know, and asked me if I wanted to do it, and I've been with them ever since. Now, it must have stepping in a band like that. Um, did you grow up uh, primarily listen to uh, Parliament Funkadelic jams? Um, actually, could you turn? I can't hear you too well, Joe. Okay, I'm sorry. Did you do you grow up um, listening to the P Funk jams, or you had to brush up a little bit before jumping in? Um, actually. I did listen to some, and that was because my sister and brother, basically, they, uh, my sister was, like, uh, uh, fanatic. So, I mean, she was, like, she had her name on the album and stuff like that, you know, so I did get to listen. I had, uh, my favorite song is Cosmic Slop, mm -hmm. uh, Red House, Red Hot Mama, you know, but, um, I didn't, and it was because of them, actually, that I really listened, got to listen to that, uh, material. You know, so it, it was definitely in the household, you know, and uh, so that that's, you know, I listened to a lot of Prince and Cameo, Larry Graham, stuff like that, but definitely the Parliament Funkadelic thing was in there, you know, so uh, I didn't do, have to do a lot of brushing right. up. You and I listened to the same record collection, because yeah. I, I, I mean, Prince is my favorite, you know, Cameo, and of course, I, I know how uh, dear Larry Graham is to your your style of playing. Yeah. Um why don't you talk a little bit about um, how you got into playing uh, music and specifically playing bass? Um, well, I grew up in uh, in a music musical family. Uh, my mother is a graduate of Juilliard School of Music and uh, classical and opera, and it just kind of trickled down. I guess my sisters, as when I was a child, had an all female band. Uh, actually, what we we'll say predominantly was they had a, a male drummer. And, um, you know, I was just, it, it was, I had no choice, <laughs> you know. 
so it just kind of, you know, I played, I was about five or six, I started playing percussion. So they would let me sit in sometimes, you know, when they did like early shows. Um, they performed a lot. They were called the uh, Shelly and the Chandels. And that was back in the early 70s to the mid 70s. And uh, my brother's a drummer. Uh, my sister used to play bass and my other sister plays uh, guitar and piano and we all sing. So it just, it trickled down, you know, and basically, you know, it was, it was no way around it. I mean, it's, it's definitely a, a God send, you know, a blessing. But at the same time, it was just all around me. So, um, about 13 years old, I, uh, my brother's friend, uh, was a bass player and he was doing the slapping thing and I got down on my knees in front of him and I said, that's what I want to do. Cause wow. I, you know, I was just watching him play, you know, doing the, the slap playing and that was it. I said, that's what I want to do. So. So since about 13 years old, I've been playing the bass. So that, that big experience, and, and you knew exactly how you wanted to, to go along with your career. And and uh, I understand you had a chance to, to meet up with Larry Graham, right? That was in New York? Yeah, that was incredible. I, I, I went to a couple of friends of mine surprised me. Larry Graham and Graham Central Station was here in East Orange at a club called uh, Club 88. And uh, they were there performing. And... Uh, I got to meet him. I met George Benson, and uh, so that was, you know, that was really incredible, you know. And, you know, just so much later in life, you know, and I've, I've been following Larry Grant probably since 75. Mm-hmm. You know, I guess that's about when they came out, 74, 75. Right. You know, so, um, yeah, so that was, that was definitely an honor, privilege, you know. Now, there's a future collaboration, Donna McPherson and Larry Graham. Oh, oh. I probably wouldn't even be able to play. I'd be so excited. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. And fans, uh, listeners out there, we should uh, let people know that Bernie Worrell and the Woo Warriors are just one of the, the great groups to uh, see live these days. You know, you know, we're probably around the same era growing up in that um, going to see R&B, funk, and rock bands was just part, part of uh, going to see shows, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, you guys just carry on that tradition. And uh, I got to let people know that you got some upcoming dates. What, what do you have um, this weekend? You're going to be up in uh, Nantucket? Nantucket, yeah. Okay. Um, where, where are you playing up there? Uh, the, the, let me see. Uh-oh. I, sh- I should have said get the itinerary ready. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, so. I have it. I had it close by. Okay. Um, a place called uh, Muse. Mm-hmm. And that's the 20th and the 21st. Okay. In Nantucket, Nantucket Island in Massachusetts. And um, we also have some other dates, like in, you know, in New York, uh, the 26th Tobacco Road. Right. And um, that, that's a nice, intimate venue, I'm told. And right, yeah, right that's in, what I'm hearing about it, too, now. Right uh, near the bus terminal in New York and on the west side, I think. So. Right. Yeah. yeah and then, then you have uh, June 28th out in the Hamptons. Right. Um, where all that big money is, but um, exactly. it, I've been out there. It's a, it's a real nice spot. So uh, June 28th, you'll be out there, right? Right. Stephen yeah. House, I believe. Stephen Talkhouse? Stephen Talkhouse, yeah. Stephen Talkhouse, okay. And uh, right. so you guys are staying busy, and uh, how, how do you deal personally? How do you like uh, the touring life? Or are you more a studio studio person? Um, studio? I haven't done studio in quite a while. I do like it. Uh-huh. Uh, the touring, I, it's kind of a love-hate thing. Right. <laughs> you just want to you know, get... I mean, it has its advantages and disadvantages, of course. Um, 
like anything else. But uh, I love it because you get to go, you know, different places. You get, you know, you meet a lot of wonderful people and, you know, crazy people, all kinds of things, you know, different things are going on and, um, you know, and just, uh, you know, it, it's, it's cool. It's, it's a cool thing, you know, just to have that opportunity, you know, first of all, to play with Bernie. Right. You know what I'm saying? And to play that music, you know, and um, to, you know, get to do the, the, the traveling, you know, and play at the different venues and, you know, the people that you meet, you know, and then, you know, it has this other advantage, yeah. uh, disadvantages, you know, and it's not too bad. So I could say I like it pretty well. Yeah. It, it'd just be a, a magical and make things easier if it, it only took five minutes to get to a gig. <laughs> <laughs> Then there'd be no complaints. Yeah. yeah. Magic wand. That would be cool. Yeah. But uh, your band uh, that you have there with the, with all the players, it just seems, you know, Bernie Worrell, Rock and Roll Hall of Famer, and I've always said that he's, you know, always saying great things like, for instance, get down on your show, this and that. And he's always, you know, making the door open for everybody in the band. Definitely. Um, on very positive. On stage... I know you go with a little framework out there, but um, there's a lot of spontaneity going on, right? I'm we, sorry. There, there's a lot of spontaneity, uh, a lot of free things going on. It's just not, hey, this is the way we're going to do it. You guys vibe off each other on oh, stage. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. As far as the music. Right. Yeah, well, definitely. I mean, playing with Bernie, you definitely have to be on your toes. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, which is good for me, and I could probably speak for everybody else as far as that's concerned. Um, you learn a lot. You have to be on your toes. You have to listen and pay attention, you know. So that's good. That's a good thing, definitely. Did he, you know. did he ever call out a cue and you missed? Um, I don't know. I, I can't uh-huh. remember. Probably. Uh-huh. <laughs> but it looks like, um, particularly, you and Bernie ha- are locked in pretty good. I know he's always smiling. You you got a great smile. And, yeah. you know, yeah. you guys have that connection on stage. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we, we have to, and that, that came, actually, that came pretty easy, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, aside from the music, Bernie is a e- very easy person to get along with, you know, and uh, we just kind of fell right into place, you know. Maybe maybe it's that Jersey upbringing y'all had. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Well, Donna, we're going to uh, listen to a track uh, on which you participated in, and this is from Bernie Worrell and the Woo Warriors live CD, and uh, record at the Knitting Factory, right? Yep. Um, do you remember anything specifically about that night? Uh, actually, that was a pretty good. I think that was a pretty good show, mm-hmm. uh, if I remember correctly. Yeah, that that was a good night. So we're gonna play one of your uh, favorites that you mentioned a little while ago, "Red Hot Mama." Oh, good. And we're gonna set it off with that here on the upper room. All Don- right. And uh, Donna McPherson is my special guest. She's gonna be with us up up until five o'clock and uh we'll come back and talk with donna but first this is live bernie warrell and the woo warriors red hot mom you know that voice our good friend mr bernie warrell and uh, that was a night special night over in new york city i believe in the soho section at the knitting factory and red hot mama the real classic and uh we heard that bass and that's uh donna mcpherson also known as lady bass right that's it yeah yep and um we, I wanted to ask you about the band because, you, you know, you have all different members in the band and, you know, a lot of you have different projects going on the side as well, well as with the Woo Warriors. How does it all work together on stage to to make it sound that hot when, you know, perhaps you haven't been, you know, touring for two months straight or rehearsing for, for a good three weeks or so? 
Um, actually, it, it, it works out well, I guess, because, first of all, we just have uh, the band consists of just uh, extremely talented musicians, you know, and Bernie, you know, obviously picks, you know, he knows how to pick and choose his, you know, who he wants to be in his unit. So uh, when we get together, we can not be together for a month and come back together and it still flows the same way. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, um, you know, the people that, that we work with, the, the individuals, it's, you know, it, it makes it very easy because of the talent, you know. How about um, as far as the technical side of uh, playing bass? What, what do you usually work with up on stage? Uh, actually, I keep it very simple. Mm -hmm. um, I have a uh, uh, PV uh, amp, uh, TNT 150, and usually I'm, I'm, you know, we always go through the uh, the house uh, system. And it's so funny because after I'm performed, people come up to me and they always think that Bernie's cabinets are mine. Oh, okay. You know, they're yeah. like, oh, my God, you know, your sound and, you know, those huge cabinets, you know, like, that's not mine. That's mine over there, the little amp on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so uh, I just got another amp uh, that I'm, you know, just a keyboard amp to add to it. Mm -hmm. I get some uh, top flavor right. coming out. And, uh, and you go with just the four strings, right? Four strings. Right. Uh -huh. you know, I don't, and, you know, I don't like mids in my sound, so I usually just do the, the highs and lows. Uh, so that's how I get, you know, the sound, you know, that people seem to like. So, um, and, and I can I can testify that that the sounds coming through great. I mean, I've saw saw some great shows with the Woo Warriors and had some friends from out of town. Even the first experience seeing you, and they were just raving about uh, the concert with the Woo Warriors. <laughs> so, um, your um, show's coming up. Um, well, let's get back to the sound. I wanted to know, uh, you know, of all the venues you played, any any ones particularly stand out with having uh, great sound and place you, you always like to return to? Um, you know what there are? Let me just fucking think for a minute. Uh, Wetlands. Okay. That that's that's a nice. Uh, we usually get a nice sound out of there. So I always enjoy going back there. And then too, we usually pack the place, so that makes it good too. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, most of the venues in in in. Uh, New York that we do are pretty decent. Irving Plaza, uh, um, the Knitting Factory. Right. Uh, you know, uh, there's some others. I just can't think of them mm -hmm. right now. But, yeah, you know, there are some to be desired as well. But, right. you know. So you notice I asked you the positive question rather than the negative, right? Yes. Because yeah. <laughs> I always feel for the musicians when, when the sound just isn't right and you know it's... It's out of your hand, and you know it's really tough to fix right on the spot. Yeah, it um, is. It's, it's very. It's, yeah. it's a difficult thing, and it's difficult to deal with. Right. You know, because you have to kind of sit sit up on stage and still smile. Right. You know, and and perform your best, and you're on stage, and you know it's like, oh my God, this sucks. You know. Right. <laughs> so, but uh, basically, you know, it, it works out pretty well. You know, and my thing is, you know. You kind of keep your frame of mind that you know you you have to do the show in any event, mm -hmm. you know. And as long as the, the the people are happy, you know what I mean. Right. Afterwards, and that that's what's important because you you know you got your stage sound, mm -hmm. which can be good and it can sometimes be bad. And then you you know you go out front and you got a totally different sound and that can be incredible. You know what I'm saying? Or it could be vice versa. But you know after the show, as long as the people are like you sounded great, 
yeah. you know, I'm like, okay, that, that's good. <laughs> right. You know? We won't go into detail, right? It sounds great, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So, so um, with the Woo Warriors, last time I saw you in the downtown in, in uh, Farmingdale, Long Island, you guys worked some some new tracks from from Bernie's catalog into into the show. And um, what what, what um, stuff have you guys been working on in the last few months? Um, actually, basically, just that we're still trying to uh, working on uh, trying to get this uh, another CD out. Okay. Uh, with you know collaborations within the within the band. You know, um, and then also just trying to put some of his material, you know, get his material, more of his material back into the show, you know. So, uh. So you had Time Was and, uh. Time Was. All the Woo in the World. Oh, you had the. Woo Together. Yeah, Woo Together. And yeah. That was nice to see, because Bernie's solo stuff is just as, just as hot as the, the collaboration, so. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. I know there's, there's definitely a few more that I, I really uh, would love to do. Okay, um, which, which ones, if you don't mind? Um, I, 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 are you familiar with the Hold On? It's a slow song. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Hold On, actually, which we uh, we had started working on, but uh, we didn't get to perform it yet. Mm -hmm. So hopefully we'll get that into the repertoire. Um, Can You Get To That is like a favorite song of mine, We which we were, we was doing that, but, you know, we in in the midst of just trying to keep the repertoire moving and changing, you know, so you can hear different material. We took it out for the moment, um, and uh, there's a atmosphere which a lot of people actually ask for that when we're performing. You know, you hear them screaming it in the audience, right? You know? But um, you know, there's uh, several tunes, you know, that uh, I would like to do and that we have talked about putting into the repertoire so hopefully we'll be doing that soon i forgot to mention and i'll, I'll tell you right now i uh, received a nice email today and and uh dawn silva and uh mia wanted me to say hello to and i quote this is the, mia sent me the uh, uh the email she said they said the baddest bass player in this planet <laughs> really, they they told me to say hi to you. So, and I think that I think they're checking it out either uh, today or the replay. So, yes, yeah, I don't want right. idea. So, um, yeah, I know you guys have worked together with uh, Bernie and yes, stuff like and that. Yeah, Dawn is that's my girl. I haven't talked to her in a while, but Dawn and actually Dawn and I got a chance to room together too, and she is just. Aside from being really talented, she's just a great person to be around, and mm -hmm. you know, a lot of fun and just intelligent, and you know. So, so, so I do. I miss Dawn. So the Woo Warriors and the Dawn Silva package tour—that that would be something to see. That yeah. yeah, yeah, that's great. Yeah, that was great. So if you didn't, you know, hopefully we'll get to do that again. Yeah, with her own solo project. Yeah. Well, before we get into another cut, why don't I got a couple questions? If we can go way, way back to when you're growing up listening to music, do you remember um, the first record you ever bought? Um, you know, you know what it was. Um, and it was. Uh, oh my God, do you remember that song, Brandy? Oh yeah, yeah. I don't know who sang it, but. I can't remember, and I always do, and it's funny that I'm just, I'm forgetting right now, but if you can remember that song, Brandy, mm -hmm. that was out in probably the early 70s. Okay, yeah. And that was the first record that I that I got. Actually, it may have been a gift to me, but that was the first album that I got. That's one of those records you always see, like in the jukebox at the pizza joint. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How, how about going to see a live show that you weren't playing? Do you remember the first one you ever saw? Um, 
I'm thinking uh, it may have been uh, Melba Moore and the Spinners. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think. It, it may have been something else before that, but that's all I can remember. My memory is not too good these days. <laughs> <laughs> but I think probably that, the, the, the Melba Moore and the Spinners. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, that's interesting. And, um, you know, we sh we should uh, let folks know that the best place to, to see Donna McPherson is live with uh, the band The Woo Warriors and Mr. Bernie Warrell, Rock and Roll Hall of Famer. And um, you've got a pretty hectic schedule coming up in the next few weeks. Yeah. Uh, people can go to BernieWarrell.com and uh, look at all the tour dates. But uh, what it, what, is it Friday and Saturday this week? Friday and Saturday, yeah up at uh, the Muse in Nantucket, Massachusetts. Mm -hmm. And then uh, the 26th over at uh, Tobacco Road in Manhattan. Right. Um, right near the, the Port Authority bus terminal. And uh, then the, the long trek out, at least for the Jersey people, Mm -hmm. out to uh, eastern Long Island but uh, people here can take the ferry mm -hmm. and uh, I know uh, our, our station actually broadcasts out to parts of Long Island um, so go to Stevens Talk House and that's on June 28th uh, I've been there before and it's a nice place to see a show and, and not a bad spot you, know, I mean, you could see everything right there Great. so um, have a safe journey out there and uh, oh one more thing mm -hmm. if you had any uh, I know that we could probably talk 15 minutes on this but uh, some people you would love to to be in the studio for one week to, to record with do you have anybody in mind um Prince um <laughs> yeah right is that his name now I don't know yeah he, he's officially back to Prince and, oh, he, okay. and, he, and he threw down I saw him in Montreal about a week ago so oh god man, if I could slip you in the good word I, you know yes. I, I've been dying to have him on the radio show so yes if you ever meet him tell him I love him yeah um uh Prince uh of course Larry Graham Missy Elliott mm -hmm. uh Timberland um it's it, a whole lot is, I mean, I could go on and on. Like you said, we could talk about it for probably about 15, probably half hour. Right, right. So it's, it's a lot of people I would love to, you know, perform with. Well, uh, you're right up there with the with the names you mentioned, Donna. And uh, my special guest has been Donna McPherson of the Woo Warriors, Bernie Warrell and the Woo Warriors. And uh, thanks to finally come on the show. I've been always talking great things about you. And, you know, I know meeting you in person is always nice. Thank you. So, uh, yeah. It was mutual, Joe. Yeah. Keep keep uh, keep the funk alive and just the, the creation. So. Absolutely. Yeah. And I hope to see you at the, at the shows pretty soon. So Great. You know what, Donna? We're going to go out with, um, let's see, that night over at the Ninny Factory. How about uh, Mask? Sounds good. Yeah. And uh, you're welcome any other time to come on the show. So thank, thank you for having me, Joe. Okay. Thanks, Donna. This is Bernie Worrell and the Woo Warriors live at the Ninny Factory with Sutton called Mask.